everyone, and welcome to Sugar Pills, your practical guide to self-care. I'm your host, Candy Washington, and I can't wait to help you lead a more joyful life. So let's get started on this week's episode. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, and we are going to be talking about everything personal boundaries. What are healthy personal boundaries and how do you establish them and why should you? So first off, healthy personal boundaries are super important to your overall happiness and health. They establish your sense of self, your sense of self-image, the concept of who you are as an individual in a healthy, positive, and consistent way. So let's first define healthy personal boundaries. What are they? So first off, they are the mental, emotional, and physical limitations that we create in order to protect ourselves from exhaustion, from manipulation, violations, and abuse from other people. Those are our personal boundaries. Basically, we're saying these are the things that we're willing to accept, and these are the things that we're not willing to accept based on our own individual wants, needs, thoughts, and feelings. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't respect the boundaries of other people because we want to enforce what we want, how we want it, how we like it, when we want it. No, 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 it's not that. It is saying, as my own individual person, these are the boundaries I'm putting in place. This is what I need to feel safe and respected and loved. And in turn, I'm going to reciprocate that same level of respect and I'm going to acknowledge and validate your personal boundaries as well. So it should be a reciprocal relationship and personal boundaries will therefore translate to every area of your life. You will have healthy professional boundaries. You'll have healthy romantic boundaries and romantic relationships, you know, child, parent, brother, sister, friend, friend, boss to employee, um, spouse to spouse, boyfriend to boyfriend, girlfriend to girlfriend, boyfriend, what, you know, whatever it is, it's romantic. Um, so having clear, consistent, and well-defined and communicated personal boundaries will then make you a complete and whole person that is able to establish healthy boundaries in every aspect of your life. And then since you're coming from a place of power, respecting other people's boundaries will become natural to you because you don't feel that you're giving up anything or you don't feel that you're owed anything because you've already given up so much of yourself or somebody else because you have in place your own boundaries. You're not going to be resentful. You're not going to encroach on other people's boundaries because you are solid and you are protected. So now that we know what personal boundaries are, again, they are the mental, emotional, and physical limitations that we create in order to protect ourselves from manipulation, from abuse, from violations, from exhaustion, from being overextended, from other people. Those are our personal boundaries. So now that we know what that is, let's discuss what we can do in order to establish and enforce them into our lives. First, you need to know that you have the right to personal boundaries. So you not only have the right to have personal boundaries, but you must take the 
responsibility for how you allow others to treat you. So for me, a personal example of this is a while back, I was renting an apartment from this really lovely single mom. She had two little girls. She was great. It was a very great neighborhood, very affluent. And it was this really nice apartment that was separate from her main house. And it was perfect for me. I was writing a book and I just needed sort of like privacy and I needed downtime and I just needed to sort of just go and sort of hibernate for a couple of months just to knock out my book. And at first it started out fine and everything was healthy and everything was great and she was lovely. But then the more comfortable she got with me, the more she started to encroach onto my own personal space and boundaries. She would knock on my door maybe every day for a week, just being like, are you okay? How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm worried about you. You're holed up in here. It's like nagging and nagging and nagging and nagging where she was placing her own thoughts of how she thought I should be onto me rather than respecting me as an individual. I didn't feel the need to go out and party every night. I didn't feel the need to, you know, constantly be on the run and be out and busy. For me, I felt the need to buckle down and focus, get my work done, be creative and 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 really just allow my creative juices to flow to create something that I knew was meaningful and I wanted to get out there. But in her mind, I believe she thought that I should I I don't really know what she thought, but she was in a very disrespectful way and in a very boundary violating way, trying to encroach her idea of me onto me in a very critical and judgmental way. I mean, I was renting an apartment from her. We weren't friends and she was almost treating me as if I was like her teenage daughter, you know, making comments and knocking on my door every other day and just being very, very critical, judgmental and disrespectful. So rather than think, oh, there must be something wrong with me. How come I'm not partying every night? How come I'm not out all, every day? You know, I said, this has nothing to do with me. I know what my path is. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know that this is what I want for myself. This has to do with her. She's projecting some of her own stuff onto me. So I knew then I had to reevaluate the boundaries that I had created with her because I do have to take ownership in the beginning. The boundaries were a little bit blurry. You know, she would say, Oh, come out, you know, to dinner and drinks with my sister-in-law and all these different things. And I did and got to know her girls very well. So the boundaries were a little murky, but they were definitely getting stepped on. And that's another good thing to know, even though it may be a little bit more difficult to re draw your boundary lines, they're not ever set in stone. And on any given day, you are allowed to redraw the boundaries you have with someone in order to protect your space and your energy, your peace, your happiness and yourself. So I had to redraw the boundary lines with her. This meant when she would come down knocking on my door random at random times, literally for no reason, just to sort of snoop and, and to check in on me because she was being nosy. I didn't open the door 
or I would just open it a little, peek out and say, okay, thank you, and like shut it. I would keep my conversations with her very short, limiting the personal information that I would give her and just really making it clear through my actions in a very respectful way, but in a very clear way that these were the boundaries I was setting. No, you cannot come knock on my door every single day just to be nosy. No, you cannot say very critical and judgmental things to me and expect me just to sit here and take it. Never argued with her, nothing disrespectful, but you can communicate in a clear, consistent way what your boundaries are. And she got the, she got the message that she got the, she got the picture, you know, over time, she did start to respect the new boundaries that I had in place, but I had to show her and communicate to her what my boundaries were and not back down from them. And that's knowing that you have the right to personal boundaries. You have the right to say to someone, Hey, I don't want you knocking on my door every day. Hey, thank you for your feedback, but please keep your opinion to yourself. You know, hey, I'm not going to answer my door. I'm not going to answer my phone. I'm not going to do this. I am going to do that. You know, you have the right to show up fully in your life and you have the right to establish what people can and cannot do to you in your own life. You are your own individual person. And so to avoid situations like this, it's great to set clear and decisive limitations so that others will know how to respect them and how to respect you. And then make sure that you keep reinforcing that. Another way to establish healthy boundaries is to identify the actions and behaviors that you find unacceptable. So really making sure that you are letting people know when they've crossed the line, acted inappropriately, or disrespected you in any way. Don't be afraid to use your voice and to tell others that you need emotional and or physical space from them. And allow yourself to be who you really are without the pressure from others to be anything other than. And know what actions you may need to take if your wishes aren't respected. So if you're in a relationship with a guy and he continuously comes home super late at night, even though he knows that is a boundary for you, you're like, hey, you know what? If you're going to be out, either stay at your own place or come back home at a reasonable time. But if he continuously disrespects that boundary, maybe it's time to really reevaluate that relationship. Or maybe you have a friend that just is a little toxic and likes to, you know, gossip or do unhealthy activities. And that's not really where you're at in your life anymore. Maybe it's time to reevaluate that friendship. You know, if you are at a job and your boss makes you stay late, come early, doesn't want to pay you, degrades you, is demeaning to you, you feel frazzled and and stressed out all the time, then maybe it's time to reevaluate that job choice. So it's really good to just even make a list of things that you find acceptable and and unacceptable in all areas of your life, whether it's your friendships, your romantic relationships, your family relationships, and your job and your career relationships. So then you are clear on what your boundaries are, because if you're not clear on what your boundaries are, then other people can't be clear on what your boundaries are. So once you get clear on what actions, behaviors you find unacceptable or acceptable, then reinforce them. And then if people are not respecting them, then you need to take stock of what are the next steps. If my boundaries, my wants, my needs are not being respected, 
then what's the next step? And for me, what I was telling you guys about the woman that I was renting an apartment from, my next step was to move out. I mean, it had gotten to the point where I was just completely done with her stuff. I was completely over her BS. I was completely over her stalking me. It was just really weird and uncomfortable. And I just made the decision. I had, I did not have any place lined up. I just gave her my 30 days and I was like, I will just make this work. And I just had to get out of there because when you're, when your personal boundaries are not being respected, everything else is affected by that. You feel nervous, you feel anxious, you feel jittery, you feel upset, you feel on edge, you feel taken advantage of, um, you know, it, it really messes up your energy and it really messes up your flow and it can be very toxic to other areas of your life. And you don't really need that from anyone because you deserve to have a space that is safe, comforting, private, and respected. We all are deserving of that. So if anyone is threatening your peace, they got to go or you got to go. As in you need to take yourself out of the situation or you need to get that person out of your situation. And that brings me to um, another point, which is to trust and to believe in yourself. And you should always know that you are the highest authority on you. You know what you want. You know what you need. You know what you value. You ultimately, at your core, you know who you are. You know what you like and you know what you don't like. So don't let other people try to define who you are for you. And that was another thing that I struggled with with that example because I would kind of go back and forth like, oh, look, I know she's a nice person. You know, I know she doesn't mean anything by it. You know, um, maybe I could just ignore it. You know, maybe I should just let it go. You know, kind of doing that bargaining, negotiating, not really honoring the fact that when I would literally, the hair in the back of my neck would stand up when I heard her voice. Or when she would knock on my door consistently, I would get a pit in my stomach. Or I found myself avoiding ways so I wouldn't have to run into her. You know, that was every, everything in my body, everything in my spirit was rejecting her because of the way in which she was treating me. My whole body and my whole spirit just felt something was weird and off with her. And Sure, she was a nice person. Sure, I don't think she had any mal or like malicious intent. But then again, who knows what happens down the line with people? A lot of times people are like, oh, he seemed like such a nice person. Or she seemed like such a nice person. And then they go off and do really weird things. So I think that you always have to trust your own intuition. Trust your own gut. Trust your body. If your body is telling you that something is wrong, it is wrong. If your gut is telling you something is wrong, it is wrong. It doesn't matter if that person's nice. It doesn't matter if that person has good intentions. If that person is encroaching on your personal boundaries and everything in your body is telling you something is wrong, it is wrong. Get yourself out of the situation and remove that person from that situation. Do not abandon your sense of self to make somebody else feel comfortable. Don't do it. Your peace and your well-being should be your first priority at all times through self-awareness. 
So be aware enough that if your body, if your spirit, if your gut, if your intuition is telling you something is off, honor it and let your own peace and well-being be your first priority because other people, they will get over it. And if they don't get over it, that's their problem, not yours. You are not accountable to making other people feel comfortable at the expense of your own peace. So don't let anybody else make those decisions for you. Don't feel shamed into not being yourself. Don't feel guilted into not being yourself. Don't do any of that. You have to let all of that go. So speaking of that, let's run through some signs of unhealthy boundaries. And I also wanted to, this is a good time to credit the Essential Life Skills website. Um, I found an article written by Z. Here forward on um, healthy boundaries, and that, that was I did a lot of research for this podcast episode that came from that article. So I definitely wanted to give them some credit, especially um, some of the things that I'm going to list off right now. Um, so yeah, it came from the essential life skills. So some signs of unhealthy boundaries: going against your personal values or rights in order to please others. So don't be a people pleaser. That is unhealthy. Please yourself first. Giving as much as you can for the sake of others is another sign of unhealthy boundaries. Taking as much as you can for the sake of others. Letting other people define you. Expecting others to fill your needs automatically. So that's another thing. So in order to have healthy boundaries, you can't expect people to read your mind. So you have to make sure that you that you are communicating in an honest, direct, and healthy way with people what your boundaries are, what is acceptable for you, and what's not acceptable for you. So you need to communicate that to other people because if you don't communicate it, you can't expect them to know it. None of us are mind readers. Uh, Feeling bad or guilty when you say no. So another example of this um, I'm getting better at this, but you know, uh, I used to feel really bad or guilty when I said no to someone. I, I used to get a pit in my stomach when I had to turn someone down or say no, or I felt that I was disappointing them. I felt that I was being selfish. I thought, what if they think I'm a mean? This, that, all of these like unhealthy, not true thoughts I used to have. But now that I have established healthy boundaries, I know that my no is a no and my yes is a yes. And that other everyone is responsible for managing their own emotions. I'm not responsible for that. And so I shouldn't feel guilty for saying no and honoring myself. Other people say no when they want to. I'm allowed to say it too. And um, just another example that I was giving before when I was living, um, not living with, but renting from that woman, it, it had been like a holiday and she had asked me to, you know, park my park my my jeep in the driveway while she was gone to make you know so people would think that someone was home you know to deter like burglars I guess and I said yeah sure that's fine no worries and I parked my car there and then the the next day when she had gotten back mind you it's like the next day after holiday she had texted me like oh I hope you had a great holiday like is it okay if we switch cars now Mind you, there was no reason to switch cars in the morning. Her car was perfectly safe on the street. And I was sleeping in because I just wanted, you know, it was a holiday. I wanted to rest. I had been doing a lot of work and I just wanted to sleep in. So I didn't get her text. And 
since I didn't respond to the text, she came over and banged on my door, woke me up. And then when I got open the door, she goes, can you please move your car? I actually don't think she said, please. I think she just said, can you move your car in a really nasty way, like yelling at me. And I was just floored. I was like, this is insane. She's a control freak and she clearly has problems. Like there was no reason for it. And it was very disrespectful and rude. I got up, I ended up moving my car. And that was when I started packing. Cause I was like, I knew I have to get out of here because she's nuts. And this was like during a holiday time. So, you know, we have a couple holidays back and back. And so the next holiday rolled around prior to me, to me moving out. And she asked me again, Oh, would you mind putting your car in the driveway? And I wrote her back because via text. And I said, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm heading out later for, for a dinner. So I'm going to need my car, which is saying no, but she didn't get the hint and she wrote back. Well, can you put it in the driveway until, you know, for the afternoon until you leave? And I just wrote it back and I said, I'd rather leave it where it is. Happy holidays. Saying no, setting that boundary because she had disrespected that boundary before. So if someone disrespects your boundaries, don't give them a chance to disrespect it again when you have the power to say no. So it's again, redefining your boundaries when someone steps over them and communicating them in a consistent and direct and honest way what your boundaries are. So another way is not speaking up when you're treated poorly, um, falling apart so someone can take care of you, I guess. People do that with boundaries. And then falling in love with someone you barely know or who reaches out to you, not really taking the time to get to know them. And then touching a person without asking is a sign of a healthy boundary. And on the flip side of that, when we possess healthy boundaries, we have an improved sense of self-confidence and an improved sense of self-worth, an improved sense of being a whole and complete person. And we're also more in touch with reality. We're more in touch with what is actually going on because things are clearly defined. We have better and more fulfilling and more authentic relationships. And we also have more stability and control in our lives. So remember, it's never too late to establish healthy personal boundaries. Every day is a new day to begin again, to become strong, confident, whole, and complete. And so thank you so much for joining me for this episode, again, on establishing healthy personal boundaries. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me at candywashington at gmail.com or uh, shoot me a note on Instagram at candywashington. Thank you so much for joining me and please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. Head over to Instagram and join me at Candy Washington. I can't wait to hear from you.